0: to the Let's Talk Purity podcast with Richard and Brittany De La Mora. Purity isn't just for singles, it's for everyone. It's not just for a season of life, it's a lifestyle. So join us as we redefine purity. And now, your hosts, Richard and Brittany.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Purity podcast with Richard and Brittany Delamora. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by edify.app. Just a few quick announcements before we get into today's episode, which is called our battle with mental health. Um so our book is available right now. We have a special going on on our website lovealwaysministries.com. $8.50. It was a Black Friday sale, but we're going to keep it going through this Friday. So if you want to get our book, I call it a call of purity and you haven't got it yet, now's your chance to get it with a huge deal. Also, after today's podcast, we are going to be doing something a little different the next 4 weeks. The next 4 weeks are going to be um interviews with uh ex-porn stars ex-porn addicts um and so forth and we're doing that but we have ashley key from cbn who's going to be interviewing and the reason for this is because we recorded a porn course let's go it is going to be out in january right in january we're so excited first week of january um there's a course for men and a course for women Mm. and so these interviews are based on the people that we brought in to speak life over you, because these people have had addictions to porn or who have been in the porn industry. And we believe that their testimonies and the word of God will set you free. Come on. And so that is why we've recorded this porn course, because it's called search, mm. stop searching and start living, uh, because that's exactly what we want you to do with your life. If you've been watching porn and you want to get set free, it's time to stop searching, stop searching the internet, stop searching the world for things that only Jesus can fulfill mm. you. And we are going to help you to get set free from pornography once and for all. Um, so this course will be out in January. So don't be alarmed that the next few weeks, mm. like you may not see me or Rich, but you are going to get a powerful, incredible interview that is really going to bless your Ooh. life. Okay. <clears throat> so we hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, I know we did, we had an awesome Thanksgiving, but it we had a rough start to yes, our Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, we were driving out of town to visit my husband's family, my in-laws. And um, as we were driving, we saw the most unfortunate circumstance. Um, we saw a man who was dressed in all black. He was about our age. We're 34 and 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like just literally jumped off, like ran and jumped off the freeway onto another freeway without any hesitation. Mm. Um, In San Diego, there's a lot of bridges. So I have seen people that have climbed bridges to contemplate suicide that have like sat up there for a while, but they sat up there so long they were able to be talked down. This guy was so headstrong. And he knew what he was doing and he knew what he wanted to do. And it was the day before Thanksgiving. And so my husband and I saw a man commit suicide. And, you know, um, after processing, I felt like, man, like I felt like as horrific of a moment as that was, Mm. like we were meant to see it because we are ministers of the gospel and we do serve people with our life and seeing things like that crushes your heart in a way that like nothing else can. Yeah. Like it reminds you why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. It reminded me why I do what I do, that there are so many other people out there, mm-hmm. just like I once was, who are who are battling with suicidal thoughts yeah. on a daily basis. They're surrounded by clouds of darkness. Um, and they just, they don't have peace in their mind. Yeah. Like it's a constant battle yeah. within their mind. Um, and that was my life, mm-hmm. you know, like growing up, <clears throat> I started battling with suicidal thoughts when I was probably 10 years old from a very young age. Um, and, you know, not always daily, but as they got older, they became daily. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time when, like I had tried committing suicide a few times, but I never actually, I would get scared in the middle of it, wouldn't go through with it. Or one time I was like, oh shoot, I'm really going to die. So I called mm-hmm. 911 so I could get charcoal flushed in me because I got scared. I was like, yeah. what am I doing? I don't want to die. But there was this one time, When, um, I had just seen the guy that I was dating, he got stabbed to death in front of me. And, um, I was so scared. I was hallucinating because I was on crystal meth. And so I thought the murderers were going to come find me because they hadn't been locked away yet. And I just heard this very demonic voice. Just tell me, go in the bathroom. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And, and this voice said, go to the bathroom, turn the lights off and cut yourself and swallow crystal meth. Otherwise, if you don't kill yourself, you know, the murders are going to come kill all your family members. Mm. And I was hearing voices. I was hearing the demonic realm. I was hearing voices. And I didn't know where these voices were coming from. And I thought like there were literal people talking to me. And so what I ended up doing was I I listened to that voice and I went in the bathroom. I swallowed a lot of crystal meth and I started slitting my wrist with the lights off. Mm. I had been a cutter at that point, but I always, um, I would always like watch myself cut myself because there was something about numbing the pain. It's it's very, very demonic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very, very severe place of brokenness to be in when you can take a scissor or a razor blade to your arm and cut yourself. And that's where I was in my life. Um, and so here I am like slitting my wrist and then I hear this other voice say, Brittany, put the scissors down and turn the lights on. Turn the lights on and put the scissors down. This voice brought me um, such a peace. It spoke with such authority and a calmness that um, I listened to this voice and I turned the lights on and I put the scissors down and I'm so grateful that I listened because I honestly would not be here today. Like I praise God every single day and I thank him every single day for saving my life that day because my brother, my sister, my dad would have found me in the bathroom like bleeding to death and I am so grateful that they didn't have that traumatic experience and I'm so grateful to be alive and today if you're like contemplating suicide like I just want this to be a word of encouragement for you because there was a time in my life where I had absolutely no hope there was a time in my life where I thought that taking my life was the only answer that it was the only way to end my misery the only way to end my depression um And now I am so grateful to be alive because when you surrender your broken pieces to God, he has a way of making them whole again. He has a way of restoring that depression and giving you joy for your morning. Like you may be going to bed crying every night, but guess what? When we fully surrender to Jesus and, and get the healing and the help that we need, Jesus can turn everything around for you and bring you so much joy to where you're going to look back and you're going to be where I I am today, praising God every single day that you didn't take your life because God is going to bring you and deliver you so much joy in your life that you are just going to be so extremely grateful to be alive. And so press in. Um, if you don't already read the Bible and pray and worship every single day, get connected to a local church, um, and, and really like work on your relationship with the Lord because he will heal you. And there's nothing wrong with going to therapy and getting medication, Um, And so that's my, my story, but my husband and I were both going to be sharing our um, battles with mental health. And Mm. my husband has has an incredible story um, with his battle with mental health. And so I'm going to let you kind of share that and maybe share your thoughts too on what you saw um, the day before Thanksgiving.
0: You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back.
2: You know, babe, you said something that really just resonated with me. You said the word surrender. And for me, that was one of my greatest struggles was surrendering. And the reason why is because I couldn't surrender because I couldn't trust. I battled with trust issues and not trusting and believing that God can't come through. But I would just, the doubt and the insecurities and the fear would just really have me battling with that word trust and surrender. And my story is, you know, I'll never forget it, June 6, 2006. Um, I was at work one day and I had this crazy panic attack, you guys. Um, um, my chest was felt like I was having a heart attack. Uh, I could just feel this cloudiness in my head. I felt dizzy. I felt like you know, I was going to die. And I remember telling God, God, if you don't um, show up, and if, you know, and I said, God, if you are who you say you are, then like, come and help me. If not, I'm going to just, I just want to die. I just want to commit suicide because I can't live this way. And i never forget it. I said that out loud and it was kind like of like an out loud prayer. And when I said that, literally 15 minutes goes by and my uncle calls me. He's driving from San Diego. He calls me and says, Rich, how are you doing? And then from there, I'm like, I'm not doing well. And I was telling him what was going on. Your uncle
1: was also a pastor.
2: Exactly. All around the world preaching. And he so happened to come to Santa Barbara, which is about three and a half hours from San Diego. And, you know, him and another pastor come meet me at my house and I gave my life to God.
1: Such a God moment. Oh,
2: my gosh. But you guys, I was in and out of the ER. I I basically lived there. I was a recluse. I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't do anything because anxiety... And, um, just depression and stress had the best of me. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the grace of God, I do not know where I'd be. I wouldn't be here today. So when I look back and I just think of the moment with that guy, it really hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit different than my wife. I had to actually get out of the car for like 45 minutes. Um, and I had to pull off the side of the road because I just had a process, you know, and man, it just really hit me because I had
1: a process too, but it was a little yeah, your was pro- quicker.
2: Yeah. Your, your process was a yeah, little I different because of, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: What I've experienced.
2: Absolutely. And for me, I do get a time I get uh, anxiety attacks at times. And, you know, I I process a little bit different than you do. Um, But yeah, so it it just really hit me because I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, like that could have been me. And. I, I, I wish we could have done something to be able to stop that person like because we were driving on the freeway, and we both saw his face. I make, Man, I wish I could have pulled over, and ministered to him and mm-hmm. did whatever I can do to convince him to not give up his life. And, and I just know, um, you guys, if you're battling with anxiety, if you're battling <laughs> with panic attacks, I want to tell you that I'll give you a few tips to help you to be able to yeah. help you go through that. One thing okay. I would say is go back to you is what you said, and that was to make sure you surrender. Mm-hmm. You surrendering, you're saying this, God, everything is out of my control, and I put everything in your control. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I trust you, and I believe you that everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. See, I had to surrender this thought in my mind, babe, and you know this thought. It was, I feel like I'm going to die, mm-hmm. right? My, thought, my, my fear was death. and it it got a hold on me because i felt like everywhere's oh my goodness what if i die what if i die i was so bad remember when i would fly out places i would make sure that i knew where the hospitals were and everywhere why because i was afraid like fear literally try to get the best of me Mm -hmm. and i remember the day that i surrendered it helped me in in my anxiety Mm -hmm. another good thing that you and i really are good at this is processing yeah uh i process uh if I'm not processing with you, and if I'm not obviously processing with God, I'm processing with my cousin, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have friends of mine too that I talk to, but because my cousin has went through the same battle that I have, like, she knows how to calm my mind down. Like, Rich, you're going to be okay. You're not going to die. You're going to be fine. I think when we learn to process, it's very healthy. Like, wouldn't you agree about why? Like, well, let me ask you this question. Why do you think processing is so healthy when you have anxiety?
1: Um, well no, I mean you and I are completely different. Yeah, we're completely different. different on that, right? So for me, like, um I don't necessarily battle with like panic attacks, yep. but like if I'm tired, like I'm the worst when I'm tired. Yeah. I hate being tired and that's when I get anxious like Uh, I remember right before we filmed the porn course that was horrible because I got like one hour of sleep like I was getting attacked all night Uh, it was the worst so I woke up the next day with just the worst anxiety because I was so tired and I was like Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna do this and so for me though I usually process that particular day I called a friend for prayer because I was like dude I'm so bad I need prayer but Usually, when I get any sorts of anxiety, I really do process mm-hmm. internally. My biggest thing is like I go and I put on worship music yep. and I sit mm-hmm. silently and I listen to the Lord mm-hmm. because the Lord, like, for, I'm pretty good with discerning, yeah. okay, this is an anxious thought. Yeah. I know this isn't real. So, God, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. And that's just how I process. I think because growing up, I'd never had like a family where you could talk you know, about your problems. Yeah. I learned to journal and I learned to just talk. To, I mean, at the time, was I thought I was talking to myself, but now that I look back, like God was always with yeah. me. So, um, but other people that process externally, however, whatever your method of processing is, whether it's internal or external, mm-hmm. just do it. Absolutely. Because by processing you're not avoiding your pain because oftentimes you know we don't want to process either with people or with god yeah. and then we end up just avoiding our pain and guess what it's like sweeping it under the rug mm-hmm. eventually it's all gonna come out mm-hmm. shaking up a coke bottle yeah. eventually it's gonna you're gonna explode yeah. so you need to process because processing is how you deal with pain yeah. and so although like when we were driving um on our trip to go visit yeah. family like my husband had to get out of the car and he probably called like four or five people yeah. I probably for me it, i, I sat in pastor Park. friends and yeah. everybody
2: no because i was on the verge i, I was crying man but that's like, what he needed I, I needed to talk to somebody uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know i talked to you but then i'm like i need to talk to somebody and i'm just like calling people because i need to process mm-hmm. what i just went through you know what yeah. i mean so I, I love doing that but another thing too that comes to mind when it comes to anxiety and the bible teaches us in the book of second corinthians is to cast down imaginations yeah. what's an anxiety it's an imagination mm-hmm. you're thinking about something and that isn't going to happen, but the fear is telling you that it is. Yeah. And the scripture teaches us to cast down. Okay, we're not hold, we're not called to hold captive. We're called to cast down. So you, these thoughts, right? We, we 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 get these thoughts, we get them, and we cast them down. And I think the issue with a lot of us is that if we hold these thoughts captive and we don't cast them down, then we're going to be a prisoner with our own thoughts, and our thoughts will get the best of us. Mm-hmm. I also like what it says in the book of Philippians four eight. The book of Philippians four eight is like it says. The Apostle Paul's um, speaking, he says, whatever things are noble, whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are praiseworthy, think about such so things. Mm-hmm. I think when you're battling with anxiousness, think about things that are praiseworthy. Think mm-hmm. about things that are good. Fill your mind up with good things. And when you start to do that, you'll start to understand that God will start to refresh you and renew your yeah. mind. And I think this, go ahead.
1: One, one thing that I've learned to do on that note is like, don't give that anxious thought a second thought Absolutely. because here's how anxiety works. It creeps in mm-hmm. until it becomes something that's mighty. Right. Yeah. And something that's mega. Um, and so what I do if I feel a thought that's coming on, that's a little bit anxious, I immediately cast that thought down. Like I don't give it a second thought because I know that if I give that thought a second thought, what's going to happen it's going to start to consume like my mind. There's a quote that says, um, where the focus goes, the power flows. And so if you give focus to that anxious thought, guess what you're giving power to that anxious thought and so the moment a thought creeps in like you're gonna die or you know um you're you're not gonna be able to get all your work done for the day or you know oh my gosh my kids are so overwhelming and I just can't take it anymore and I wish I never had kids or whatever the you know the whatever thoughts are going through your mind Cast those thoughts down right away because what's going to happen is you're going to stress yourself out. You're going to make yourself anxious and maybe even give yourself a panic attack. So no more giving anxious thoughts a second thought. It runs through your mind. You instantly also pray and ask God, God, give me discernment over my thoughts. Yeah. So I know which thoughts are from you, which I know. And when I know which thoughts are from the enemy, because the moment that you can learn to distinguish your thoughts, you better start casting down every, every thought, thought that is from the devil, because you don't need him running through your <laughs> mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so
2: good. And you know what? I love what the Bible says too, in the book of, I think it's second Timothy one, seven, right? That God did not give us a spirit of fear. Yep. But of uh, peace, love, and a sound mind, mm-hmm. or, or power, self-control. Love and a
1: sound mind. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. So if God did not give us the spirit of fear, then who gave it to us? The enemy. Mm-hmm. And if the enemy is trying to offer us the spirit of fear, why are we trying to receive it? Amen. That's why we have to learn to close the door. And we have to learn to accept <clears throat> God's power, God's love, and ask the Holy Spirit to give us self-control. So you guys, if you are battling with anxiety here today... Get in your word because whatever you're full of is what you'll be led by. I know for me, I have to be in my word every day because there's an old saying that goes, an idle mind is the enemy's playground. When you when when you're idle or when you have nothing filled up in your mind, your mind is gonna start drifting. That's so good. And it's gonna mm-hmm. start going to places where you don't want to go. Yeah. And I know that from my personal life, so I have to make sure that I'm super careful when it comes to my life and my mind because I'll start to get anxious. And babe, in our book, I call it a purity. We talk about all this. Um, we have a chapter called "Leave That Thought." And you guys, if you do battle with anxiety or mental health, we encourage you pick up the book, read. I think it's chapter nine, and it's going to inspire you mm-hmm. and encourage you. And you guys, if you are battling with, you know, depression, with panic attacks, thoughts of suicide, please email us. Please contact us. I know there's a um, there's a phone number. Uh, the
1: you can Google the suicide, suicide hotline, hotline number. Yep. For us, like we're available for encouragement, but yeah. I wouldn't say we're fully equipped to help walk people through Absol- suicide and yeah. stuff like that. So I would encourage you to seek help from a therapist. Yes, yes. I would also encourage you to seek help from the suicide hotline number because these are people that are equipped for that. Yeah, yeah, but we do um, want
2: to lift you up in yeah, prayer. Yeah, we're we could, here for
1: you. We will pray for you. Yep, we'll encourage. give you a word of encouragement, Absolutely. but I don't want
2: people yeah, yeah, to no, come no. to
1: us expecting that we're going to walk them fully yes. through because we, we're not fully equipped to do that. Absolutely. Our ministry just gotten started. started eight months ago so I just want to be honest yeah no no absolutely that's awesome Um, yeah so anyways thank you so much for tuning into the let's talk purity podcast with Brittany and Richard Delamora. we pray that this podcast has blessed you and uplifted you don't forget the next four weeks are going to be a little different but you are going to enjoy these porn interviews we're going to help you get set free from porn we love you guys and God bless you
0: thanks for checking out let's talk purity with Richard and Brittany Delamora. Tune in next time for another powerful conversation about purity. And for more faith-inspiring podcasts, download the Edify podcast app from the Apple and Google Play stores and at edify.app. That's e d i f i . a p p.